Hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of the GOAT Podcast with your one and only host, Chrissy the GOAT. What it do, what it is, what it looking like. <laughs> I just lost my train of thought trying to be cool. But um, how are y'all out there? I hope everybody is feeling okay and in the best of spirits. It is Monday, May 15th. It's 5.15 p.m. actually. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Before I get started, that's what I'm going to say. Before I get started, please uh, be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Leave me a rating. Give me some star ratings. Um, Leave your feedback. Uh, Send me some emojis or anything. Like, you know, y'all can drop some little goat emojis in the comments if you ain't got nothing to say. Uh, Do something, you know, just interact with your girl a little bit. Uh, When I post these on my social platforms, uh, comment under them and tell me, even if it's just a snippet that you're you're commenting on, let me know your feedback on that. Um, Dive in deeper and, you know, check me out. Be sure to follow me everywhere. It's either Chrissy the Goat or the Goat Podcast. Uh, but if you type in Chrissy the Goat, I'll come up everywhere. I'm not going to go through all of that until the end of this episode. Um, but again, make sure you got your snacks or your drink, your wine. I don't have Nathan. I ain't got Nathan right now. Nathan but some water, some Dasani water. Uh, with a splash of, of cranberry juice, but I need it. Um, I want to talk today about mothers. Mothers that allow their daughters to play in grown men's faces. That allow their daughters in grown men's faces on any level. Mothers that let their daughters friend men, befriend men, be playful with men, just be up around men way too much. Me, coming up, I was a tomboy. Uh, I grew up around a lot of boys, cousins, brothers. I only have, I can count on one hand how many uh, female cousins I have within my age range. Um, My best friend is a guy uh, to this day. Like I may click more with guys. I do business with guys. I have a man that I'm in a relationship with. I'm around him and other men quite often. Uh, Even when I was managing my son, all of his friends were around us. Like they were a part of our circle. Um, just anything that I do, it, it mainly because of who I am and what I am and how I'm moving, you know, being a goat. <laughs> I am usually involved in male dominated fields all around the board. But with that, I am still so cautious of my daughter, who I allow her around, who I allow her alone with, who I allow, allow to transport her without me, who I allow to oversee her in any way, just who I allow the whole the whole bro and all of that stuff or sis. I'm just, I be on top of it. I be on top of it. I know 
just going back to like with her brother or brothers, she's their little sister. She's around them often. So there's times where, and especially when my oldest son was here, he looked out, out for my daughter. He looked after her when I worked, when I couldn't take her to dance practice, when I couldn't pick her up from school and just all of that stuff. But he knew, she knew, and just anybody around knew, uh, keep it to a minimum when it comes to my child. Don't have her up in everybody's face. Don't have her around a bunch of guys. Uh, don't let her think it's okay to be broing everybody or to be super playful with these older boys. Um, and I teach her too. I teach her all the signs because... People will be so slick with that. Oh, little sis, little sis, this, little sis, that. They'll little sis you to death whole time be wanting some of little sis cookies. So, uh-uh. I am not with it at all. Even within my household. My man is not her biological father. But I would not care if he was. There is still a way that you carry yourself within this house when there is a man in this house. When we have company, when we go outside, and I understand she's a teenager. She's about to be 17 years old. But there still is a limit on what I allow. I try to let her be free and express herself and you know have certain little cute stuff but I don't let her go all crazy and be super grown or just super just flamboyant when it comes to what she puts on uh I don't let her do the makeup thing uh, the lashes are to a, a a minimum she don't even like wearing those thank god unless it's for a dance competition um jewelry and things like that tattoos uh she has one on her neck and it's her brother's name um piercings she got her ear pierced she got her upper ear pierced like it's just limits it's not so much i know when i say tattoos or body piercings you may think like okay that's nothing but it's not what it's how it's it's how you go about it it's how much is there and you know like it's a certain way you put that shit on as they say and um i just i be i be on it that's all i can really say um but just to go back to that like i just hate to see how friendly mothers allow their daughters to be with men because these are your homeboys, because these are your man's homeboys, because these are people that you are around often. And I know you may feel like, or some may feel like, oh, well, I really know them. Oh, these are like my brothers. Oh, they around all the time. Yeah. And do you know, I think it's like 90%, if I'm not mistaken, of pedophiles or um, accusers they're someone you know or someone you're related to it's within your immediate not circle but like it's really close to home so that 
is even more why you should be on top of it. But just even still, I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's an older brother. I don't care if it's an uncle, um, a cousin or anything like that. There's no reason that a little girl should be super friendly, should be sitting up in a man face, should be super playful with him, should be friending him like, oh, hey, friend, friend this and friend that. And he sure shouldn't be doing a little girl like that. A little girl, a teenager, nothing at all. That's out. Um, and I, I just hate to see it. I see it. I see it often, but I see it right in the faces of mothers and they just be okay with it. They laugh about it. They go along with it. Like it's just so cute or, oh, there go your friend. Oh, your friend said this, your friend said that. Mm -mm. Not ever. We need to, uh, tr be better. Definitely be better when it comes to that. Um, definitely be better when it comes to protecting our children and especially protecting our little girls because they are, it's almost like with little black boys. They come in this world victims to America. They already have a bullseye on their back or on their forehead. And I would say the same thing about little girls when, especially little black girls coming up around men, especially if they're beautiful, especially if they have a nice figure, just especially just their charisma. Like it's crazy how these men be attracted to these little girls for the craziest things at all. Little girl could have no figure at all. Little stick figure. Yeah, she may be a pretty little girl or she may not. Maybe a little nappy head girl or whatever. But there's no limit to victims. I know so many women. I know so many men that have been victimized, that have been molested, that have been sodomized, that have just been attacked in any any sexual way. And I think that we need to work harder as parents, ultimately as mothers, and as, as Black people. We need to work harder and we need to stop being in denial. I'm going to just say it. I, I really hate, like this was not intended to, to play the Black card, but I am Black, so I'm speaking uh, from Black experience. And within the Black community, we sweep it under the rug way too much. We sweep it under the rug. We cover it up. We're embarrassed about it. We're shameful. We don't want anyone to know that it happened to us or that it was someone that we know or that um, the uh, the actual uh, pedo was somebody that we know. That's the, the ultimate. I don't know if it's because... You don't want to feel attached to, to someone like that. You're embarrassed to know someone like that. Or if you really just try to cover it up because of popularity. Because truthfully, a lot of these guys that be out here victimizing these younger girls or kids, they have this popularity about them. And people overlook it because of, well, what I assume, because they're popular. You brush it off. You say, oh, he'll never do that. He not like that. He not this. He not that. But it can be multiple victims and it'll still go. It'll go unnoticed 
or not even unnoticed, but just brushed under the rug. I don't know. I don't understand how we can. I don't get it. I don't get it. And I, I know it's as a victim, but even if I was not a victim, I don't think that I can ever understand why someone would just overlook child molestation at all. That is disgusting. It absolutely disgusts me. I could never, I don't see how anyone dates a child molester. I seen something where they had Nikki and her husband, Nikki Minaj and her husband, um, there was a photo of them and it said she really uh, married a, a child molester, married and had a child with a child molester. And then somebody commented and was like, yeah, her uh, and her brother was one, too. It's like, how? How did you get that deep? And this was out as soon as it was like known that you were dating this guy. It was like, oh, Nicki Minaj dating a uh a sex offender. How? That's all I could say is how. I don't care how attractive, how physically attractive you are. If I have any word of something like that, I could not deal with you on any level at all. I could not stay with a man that something like that came out about. I couldn't stay with a man that tried or successfully did anything like that to my child or someone close to me. I just, I could not do it at all. And I really, I hurt for people like that because a lot of times I noticed that people shame, of course, people shame the victims, sadly, but I noticed that yeah, I'm going to just stick with that. <laughs> I noticed that people shame the victims, but when victims speak out or just stand up for themselves, it's not to get anyone to, to join the bandwagon or to go along with what we say or how we feel. It's more so to bring awareness and to air a pedophile or a child molester out. That's it. And that's all because more than likely... Nothing ever happened to them. Uh, no charges were ever filed. They're still walking around here living their happy life like nothing ever happened. And they have multiple, multiple victims. And that is hurtful for victims. But also it's hurtful when you see people go on with these people like they're not sick in the head or stick up with for them when when people stick up for these people that's really hurtful to the victim because it's just like dang like this really happened to me so i'm already dealing with the pain but if you're sticking up for this person that means you're calling me a lie that means you don't believe me and that is hurtful as well so um, just to, to go back to my original statement, keep y'all daughters out of these men's faces. Keep them out of their faces. Keep them away from them. Let your kids be kids. Teach your kids it's okay to be kids. And I would rather them be around a bunch of boys within their age. 
you still got to teach her like, hey, conduct yourself like a lady, like a little lady, a young lady or whatever. But I just, oh my God, it just bothers me so much when I see teenagers, teenage girls or kids being extra friendly with men that they should just not be anywhere, anywhere near, anywhere at all. That's crazy. But moving right along, um, being liked versus versus being valued. <laughs> do they like you or do they value you? I would personally love both, but I would not want to be liked more than I'm valued. Liking means you like my appearance, you like my personality, uh, you like what I can do for you, like what I do for you. You like having me in your presence. All of those are good things, I guess you can say. But do you value my presence? Do you value my time? Do you value the energy that I give? Excuse me. Do you value just me as a person? I want to be valued. And I think people get those two misconstrued and people settle for being liked instead of valued. I see it a lot also even within uh, friendships. This happened in saying relationships a lot as well, but I don't want to talk about relationships tonight. Um, friendships. People like you. They like the attention of being around you. They like that you're the life of the party. They like that you're a winner. They like that other people like you, but they don't value you. And truthfully, they may not even really like you as a person. They just like what comes with you. You have to be careful with that. And Lord, I'm sorry, y'all. Exams. Yes, you have to be careful with that. And know when someone really values you or when they don't value you or your time or anything that you give off. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I don't, uh, yeah. <laughs> I be wanting to go deeper into things and I know that's what I'm here for, but um it don't it don't be the right episode. I be I, I be having my episodes how I want them set up for the most part and boom bap bam. I like to go from there. Um but yeah, just make sure that people uh, value you. I'm gonna leave with, with that. And another thing I want to just briefly touch on is boundaries. Um don't be confused on boundaries and don't lower your standards because people are confused on your boundaries. And what I mean by that is a lot of times us as human beings, 
we get confused on boundaries like people can set up boundaries and it's just it could just be something that they're dealing with in their life at the time it can be something that has absolutely nothing to do with you or it could just be them really trying to train themselves and and be more productive within their lives so they set boundaries and we'll get offended because we don't understand their boundaries we don't know what's going on all we know is how their boundaries are making us feel and we're kind of like uh what's going on here why why are you acting like this with me why are you acting like that with me and it can not even be acting like anything at all it's just simply up uh, i didn't set up boundaries for myself in my life and this is more so i can be disciplined myself but those that don't understand or that you didn't express this to or explain in detail they'll they'll look at you crazy or they'll try to tell you that you shouldn't have these boundaries you shouldn't why you why you being like that why you doing me like this uh-uh i ain't cool with that and you try to go around and around and around and you interfere and you you break boundaries that they have set like that's a it's a level of disrespect honestly um don't I, I kind of went into both, but if you're that person, try to really communicate and understand. Try to take a, a a step back and observe the situation before you get offended with someone's boundaries and understand and respect them. Even if you don't understand them, respect their boundaries, especially if this is someone that you care about and that you say you have a level of respect for. Respect their boundaries and make people respect your boundaries as well. If you set something up and this is what it is, stick to that. I think my my ultimate um yeah, my ultimate boundary right now is like for instance, my do not disturb. I do not like to be disturbed. I may go overboard with it or if to some, I'll say to some, but I keep my phone on do not disturb almost 24/7. Um that's just how I am. I want to be able to screen the calls that come through. I want to be able to not have to hear the phone ring or the notifications go off or anything like that because I don't always want to be readily available for people. I want to choose when I want to be available. And so I keep my phone on do not disturb. I never know when uh, one of my uh, triggers may happen. And I'm often all over the place. So I like to just be on top of who I communicate with, who can reach me, who has access to me, direct or indirect access to me. So I keep my phone on do not disturb. Send a message, leave a voicemail, write me on social media or anything like that. But a lot of times if like, for example, if I did not, Lord, thank you for do not disturb. I don't know who created it, but thank you and bless that person. But if do not disturb did not exist, I can just so easily reject a call. Okay, no biggie. You know, I'll get back to that person later. Or maybe I'll just silence it and just let it go to voicemail. They don't leave a message. They don't text. Instead, they continue to call. 
there are those people that will continue to call you back to back to back first off because your phone is ringing. So they're like, oh, I know your phone on. I know it's not dead. So they'll just continue to call or they'll message you and ask you, why are you ignoring me? Why you ain't answering the phone? Pick up, pick up, pick up. That can become a nuisance uh, really, really fast. So to prevent that, my phone is on do not disturb. Now, yes, I still get the why you got me blocks even after I've made it public so many times that I've, I keep my phone on do not disturb. But there's people that swear up and down that I block them or that I have them blocked because they always call when my phone is in do not disturb. Um, but with that, Stop allowing people to, to make you shift that. People complain about that all the time. That doesn't make me change it. It's not going to make me not be on Do Not Disturb any less. It doesn't mean I don't have access to my phone to swipe down and see who called, who left a message, who texts, who's trying to reach me or anything like that. Um, you have to be firm on, on your boundaries. And that's just one thing, but there's so many other things as well. It can be how you eat. It can be how you dress. It can be the the types of events and just environments that you put yourself in or that you choose not to place yourself in. Another example, I had a friend that used to always want me to go to hotel parties, but it was like the rowdy type of parties. Those are not for me. I'm not too good. I'm not that bougie. I may be a little bit. But I like to have fun. I like to turn up. I want to make sure the party is cracking and all of that stuff. But I don't like going to hotel parties or around certain crowds because I know what comes with those crowds. I don't always want to go out and have to run and have to be looking over my shoulder, have to be wondering if I'm going to make it home to my children at night, have to wonder if I'm going to have to get into an altercation with somebody or any of those things. I don't, sometimes I just want to go out and I want to chill. I just want it to be chill and cool all across the board. There's nothing wrong with that. Respect my boundaries. Respect that I'm not the friend that does the ratchet type of events, but we can do any other type of event that is out there. I'm open to that. Just respect boundaries and just make sure people respect your boundaries and the world could possibly be a better place. Um, but this one is really short. It's really short. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. <laughs> I um I'm about to cook dinner. I gotta cook dinner. It's it's almost six o'clock, but I'm a little hungry. I'm a little lightheaded, and I just want to make sure that dinner is ready because it should have already been going like an hour ago. But again, thank you guys for tuning in to me. Don't forget to uh rate me one through five stars. Um respond to the audio, uh, definitely share it, definitely like it, download as well. Y'all, I know I keep telling y'all to do all of these things, but um, again, as I say every episode, uh, it helps me to get higher ratings and to get, like to be seen. It puts me out there more. The more interaction that I get, the more reviews that I get, the more comments and shares that I get, it puts me in the faces of other people. And that's the ultimate goal. I do want to expand my reach. I love those that, that 
follow me and have been here from day one. I love the newcomers as well, but I want to continue to grow and become more comfortable and also, you know, just get uh, I want it to be diverse. I want to be very diversified and be able to take um, feedback from all walks, all walks. I'm so open to that and um, I can't wait to get to the next level. But um, in the meantime, make sure y'all follow the uh, podcast page on IG at T-H-A underscore G dot O dot A dot T underscore P-O-D. So that's the GOAT pod. Uh, follow my main IG and Twitter is K-R-I-S-S-I-E, the number two, the letter X. So it's, um, I said that wrong. It's K-R-I-S-S-I-E underscore, or did I say that? So it's Chrissy underscore two times. Um, follow me on, subscribe. I'm trying to get my subscribers up a little bit still on YouTube, Chrissy to go. Follow me on Facebook at Chrissy to go. I would prefer you to hit follow instead of add because my followers, I don't know. That's what they say to do. I ain't going to act like I know all of that, but, uh, you know, something with the algorithm and, but yeah, head over there and I definitely drop all of my, or majority of my, uh, my shorts over there. I'll be dropping a short uh, tomorrow, actually, if not tonight, I haven't decided because I don't really like doing them in the evening. But of course, with um, part of my research, they say to drop between 9 and 10 p.m. So maybe I will drop it tonight if I get it edited in time. Um, other than that, again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I will talk to you guys next time. And I look forward to having some feedback from everybody. Good night.